Heroes of I listened back to, um, I had a real splurge of their podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I listened back to that one where they did that country song that was like, Hard and Eyes! So fucking funny. Oh, God, that was right on the wave of Vine, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Vine stars, how Will Sasso, Chris D'Elia, and um, uh, what was the other guy? Brian Kid The Kid Callan did the boxing pod, he does the boxing podcast. That was such a product of its time like five six years ago or whenever it was when vine was just huge and you remember a couple of weeks ago a couple of months ago we spoke about the app called bite which was the guy who created vine his new app and it was basically the exact same thing and it was available on ios and android and i downloaded it and listened to it i listened to it i downloaded it and had a go on it and never used it again Aww. And I think in this day and age, it's just very, very difficult, very difficult to dethrone TikTok because TikTok has surpassed Vine in popularity and just become this whole other beast. Currently, in the current world situation, there's just so many. I don't have TikTok. I, I tried it once and just didn't get it because I'm an old man now um, in internet years. But TikTok is just like taking over the world now. So many like clips. You know, you get those clips that are shared on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media, and WhatsApp as well. Most of them like originate on TikTok, mm. and it's just weird how TikTok is this generation's Vine, but TikTok seems to have been around for a lot longer than Vine was around for. And you know, I see every now and then like on uh, videos on YouTube or maybe on. TV, like people will be classed as TikTok stars or social media stars. I'm like, how can you become a star on TikTok? Because isn't TikTok just like a couple of seconds of you doing something to music? Well, that's the that's thing. What I it, it, was. it started, TikTok started off like that, but has since mer- like morphed into a place where you can make original content. So it did used to be that it was like, you know, uh, sing along to your favorite, uh, you know, whatever it's kind of like that sat like dub smash or whatever the fuck but now oh, it's, yeah, now it's become smash. a platform for people to put longer videos out or, and to make original content and to make like quite clever content as well like i don't watch a lot of tiktok but sometimes i see stuff on there and i'm genuinely like quite impressed although at the moment all of my youtube adverts are for tiktok and it's so annoying on my adverts now like we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago didn't we where we were well you made the point that one day we should play shadow legends because that's what the internet is telling us to play and ever since you said that i swear like you know my um alexa's been listening or siri's been listening because i keep getting adverts for um i keep getting adverts for shadow legends and you're right like the advert is literally just um it's literally just in saying, play Shadow Legends. I don't even know what that game it. is. I just know that it's called Raid Shadow Legends. And we should all yeah. play it because it's the most ambitious RPG or whatever they call it. <laughs> it's insane. Like The marketing is, is is crazy, but I'm kind of feeling it. Yeah, I, I'm the sort of 
thing where if I'm told over and over again to do one thing, I sort of don't want to do it. Oh, that's why you keep going out for uh, mass gatherings. That's why I go out to mass gatherings and um, and go to the beach and start barbecues and bonfires because no one's going to stop me from doing my, living my life, bitch. Anyway, yeah, I'm walking my and driving ten miles to a local forest to walk my dog. Yeah, that's what I like to do as well. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to stop me from doing that. I've got to say, now, if people are wondering, well, two things. Firstly, we sound so clear. It's like we're, you know, sitting right next to you, dear listener. It's because we're recording in a different format today. And it'd be interesting to hear people's feedback on how we sound and whether you prefer this uh, quality. Because in the past, we've used, well, we've used a variety of different methods. We use YouTube streaming back in the day, Google Hangouts. And we've also used Skype. But Skype, as you know, is the devil spawn. And we don't like Skype very much. So we, Chris came up with an idea or found a new way of recording. And hopefully this will be the preferred way of doing it going forward because we feel the quality is better. But please let us know your thoughts by emailing heroesofhandheld at gmail.com on your thoughts on the audio quality of this here podcast. But also I wanted to say we don't usually do this. We're actually recording in the morning. We never record in the morning. This must be the first time we've ever done this. What uh, rate like think, Monday. am I right? In the morning, we won't remember a thing. I really gotta do it this time. I really gotta do it this time. I really gotta do it this time. Got the golden. Are you really gotta anyway. do it this time? <laughs> there was a tour actually last year, and it was Kaiser Chiefs and Razorlight. Oh, and what did you tell me? Well, they were touring the UK, and it was sold out everywhere. But what was interesting is when it went on, when it was uh, being marketed, it wasn't just it wasn't just Kaiser Chiefs and special guests. The actual show was Kaiser Chiefs featuring special guest Razorlight. That actually had to be on the tickets and on the website. And you'd be amazed at how many people actually wanted to see Razorlight. They are actually really popular still. Um, they're not in the mainstream anymore, but they've got still got a really strong following. And they had that that one album which was just called Razorlight, mm. where. They had all those hits on it, didn't they? It was, yeah, In the Morning. America, um, was that from that album? Yeah, America. Um, oh, um, Before I Fall to Pieces. Oh, yeah. And there was another one as well. Um, I Can't Stop This Feeling I've Got. That was it. They were the four songs from that yeah, album, yeah. which literally lifted them into superstardom. And then they did nothing. But they're still together, and they're still touring and doing stuff. So that's good. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this is a morning edition of Heroes of Handheld, if you can believe it, on Easter Monday. That's how dedicated to the cause we are. Um, so we might sound a bit groggy because uh, we we haven't been awake very long. So yeah, there might be flicking um, sleepy dust from our eyes. But we're Great still going to. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thank you. We're tired and don't give a shit. But we're going to talk gaming stuff for as long as we can, for as long as we can muster. So I mean, we last spoke on Wednesday, which didn't it didn't felt long ago, but it's almost a week, I guess. Five yeah. days, five Earth days. Um, what have you been playing in those five Earth days, Chris? Well, Colin, it will not surprise you to know I have been playing almost entirely Animal Crossing, uh, which this week um, has been kind of a weird place because of this whole uh, egg situation that we touched on last week, which even though was, um, for those of you who didn't listen last week, uh, where were you? First of all, go back and listen right now. And now you've had a chance to come back. Uh the basically Easter event introduced this random drop of uh, egg items all throughout the um, island, uh, including fishing, chopping trees, digging fossils, all this stuff. And like, it was 
fair to say that a lot of players found it annoying because there were too many eggs and the character that gave you the eggs who was a sort of bunny type was freaky as anything it had a big zip on its back but no one knows why um yeah it was kind of like just very frustrating uh situation but i played a little bit this morning and it's i almost felt a little bit stockholm syndrome because a little part of me was like oh where's all the eggs gone because <laughs> now the easter event has happened um there's no more eggs to be found so it's back to normal island life which is uh you know stark dose of reality from the candy cane uh weeks that we've previously enjoyed but the game is still going well uh, i've been playing a lot of the multiplayer i actually you'll love this colin i went to a um online uh birthday party for someone who's in isolation last week and uh, we played animal crossing together for about an hour about eight of us and everyone bought presents and party poppers and sam who's um one of my very good friends it was sam's girlfriend's party and sam had worked out a way on his island to do musical chairs so we all we all danced around the chairs and then when uh, kesha stopped playing the music on her flute everyone then had to uh grab a chair i came second which i'm a bit annoyed about but it's fine um but yeah it was good and like it's quickly becoming a very important part of my day where i log on and i play my half an hour of like mindful animal crossing play without thinking about anything else um so that was good apart from that i've not really been playing much else um I don't think I'm still I'm back on Luigi's Mansion now after having a, a big heavy dose of playing it online and I'm back to playing the single player because that's quite uh, satisfying and I'm getting there I think I'm probably 60% of the way done maybe in the story um, and I'm meeting new ghosts and all this kind of stuff so yeah it's going pretty well um, what have you been playing? Well not much has changed to be honest with you my friend and that's quite cool about the online uh, party in Animal Crossing the creative ways people uh, get around lockdown. So good. So sweet, isn't it? So, <laughs> so the music that I was playing, was that playing through other means? Or was that playing, through, you know, when you're doing musical chairs? Or was it that was, playing through the game itself? It was a, the character who's, it was uh, Cash's birthday. So she was mm. playing a flute in game. And then when she stopped playing the flute, everyone had to jump on a seat. That's great. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Um, so I've just been continuing to play FIFA Simulator, which I've been playing for a couple of weeks now. I'm still all in. Um, the more I play it, the longer sessions I have with it, the um, more glitches and bugs I am noticing. And by glitches and bugs, I mean the instability unst of the game itself. There was the other night I probably played it for probably about an hour and a half or two hours maybe, and in one sitting, and it crashed three times. Oof. And it always seems to crash the same sort of time. It's when it's loading between um, different areas, which does take a long time anyway. And there is sort of a bit like oh, a, a nervous thing where you're like, oh, God, is it going to make it this time? Because you don't want to lose your progress. Because if you've just pulled off a really great heist or stolen something really good and you're driving off in your car, to get to the pawn shop to sell your items, you have to um, go through a loading screen. And that is sometimes where it crashes. Um, but, yeah, that's a bit frustrating. And obviously the, the elements which are quite annoying in terms of 
um, you know, having to get in your car, you have to open the door, sit in the car, then turn the engine on, which you know takes time and is a bit annoying. But I'm still, apart from those issues, those issues aside, I'm still really enjoying it. It's still really fun and it's very addictive. And it's a good challenge where you have to like figure out the best way of stealing stuff from the different um, homes. And I've just unlocked or got to a uh, richer area, a richer town or streets now, which is called Richie Rich Street. And everyone's got uh, cameras and security and locked gates and all this stuff. And you have to think of more creative ways to get into each person's home to steal stuff. You have to follow that, watch their daily patterns to know when they're not gonna be in. Um, which is really cool. Uh, the AI is actually very stupid, which you you know is not a surprise. You can in the middle of the night, about one in the morning, you can be like opening cupboards and throwing vases and dropping glasses and smashing things as you're looking around the house, and the people just won't stir. They'll just stay asleep, which is pretty handy. Um, the whole point is just trying to avoid when they're awake, because if they're asleep, you're pretty much guaranteed to steal whatever you like. But I had a bit of frustration because I got to a point where I had to steal a car, hotwire a car, and then steal it. But it wasn't as simple as that. I had to make sure no one was about, obviously. I had to um, navigate around the cameras outside the house. I had to then um, hack into the door system because they had like an electronic lock. And then once I was inside, I had like two hours, which in-game time is done in seconds so like um, 60 a minute is 60 seconds so I had to get in the house I had to uh, open the garage door hot wire the car and also once you open one of the frustrating things at this part is once I'd open the garage door there is a gate outside the house like a um, there's a normal gate where you walk through but there's a there's a car gate as well and I was so frustrated because I could not find the switch anywhere to open this gate so I drive the car out Oh, the garage, and I couldn't get out of the bloody um, front garden because the gate was locked. But I eventually managed to find it. It was in the kitchen. Who has a garage door? Who has a garage gate switch in the kitchen? I ask you. Who has a garage gate switch full stop? I know. I know. These people are rich, I tell you. Um, But no, it's it's very fun. I'm getting, I imagine, to the latter stages of the game now because there's a skill tree, and I'm getting towards the bottom um, of the skill tree. but uh, it's, it's done in a very clever way where you don't go through the story too quick because to do certain things, you have to buy certain items. To buy certain items, you have to steal more stuff to get more money. And then you can only unlock certain skills when you get to a certain level. So there'll be points where you have to unlock this skill level, but you have to get um, you have to um, level up a few times or steal a few more things to um, get more money to buy it online. So, yeah, it's, it's good. It's... Um, you know, it's not the perfect game at all, but it's it's keep it's piquing my interest, and it's you know it's kept my interest now for at least two to three weeks, which is uh, can be quite rare for games like this. So it's doing something right, and I was looking at the top downloads for the Nintendo Switch Store for March, I think it was, that they released, and Thief Simulator was actually number seven in the list, the most downloaded games. Um, in March for the for Europe it was so it might have been the fact it could have been the massive discount it had from seventeen ninety nine to one pound seventy nine which is how I bought it but um, yeah still doing very very well and I know it's coming to the end so I'm I'm trying to look around for the next game to play on Switch as I said I did look at Assassin's Creed Free Remastered last week but realised that apparently that's a uh, a burning fire of shite so okay. I didn't get that. But I'm looking for a new game, so if you've got any suggestions and games that aren't about £60, which I know Animal Crossing is, or £50, as Animal Crossing is, I'll be very interested to know suggestions on what I should play. But that's what I've been playing, basically. And how can people get in touch with those suggestions, Colin? 
Oh, heroes of handheld at gmail.com at handheld podcast on Twitter uh, or go to our website heroes of handheld.wordpress.com because there is a contact us link on the website where you can um, send your thoughts to us. So, yeah, that's how. That's how, Brown Cow. Nice. Colin, I'm glad you're still playing Thief Simulator. Do you want to rattle through some? There's not much news because it is Easter. Uh, but I've got a couple of interesting tidbits if they tickle your pickle. I, I would like my pickle tickled, please. So this is the first pickle tickler, um, and this is from the Pokemon website, although actually it has been translated. Uh, so bear with. Um, but essentially, uh, notice... Dealing with players who engage in fraudulent operations or harassment in ranked battles or internet competitions. Uh, This is from the Pokemon support website. At present, it has been confirmed that some players in battle battles in a battle stadium and the internet competitions have been deliberately interrupting their internet communications, resulting in improper manipulation of their match results. As a result of future investigations, it is confirmed that such unauthorised operations and annoying acts have been performed repeatedly. It will be excluded from the rankings of future ranked battles and internet competitions and the right to participate in live competitions, etc. We may take measures such as deprivation or temporarily or permanently suspending the use of all contents via the internet in Pokemon Sword Shield. Um, In the future, we will continue to monitor and continue to respond to malicious operations and inconveniences caused by international internet disconnection so that players can enjoy the game with peace of mind. So what this is basically saying is that finally the Pokemon company are going to start banning people who quit early out of uh, Pokemon matches online, which is kind of has been a thing in other Nintendo games. But Pokemon has always been um, it seems like they've always been quite lenient. And so I'm quite glad that they're coming in and going a bit harder on this. Um, So, yeah, I guess we'll see what ramifications that has. I mean, the only annoying thing is, right, and I know this is slightly slightly petty, but there are some times when you, you, you do just need to quit from a game halfway through. And it's not necessarily because you're losing. But it always annoys me that there isn't a way in game of being able to press a button that says like, oh, I need to go or, oh, like, um, you know, power's gone or whatever like that. Like, I don't know. I I think this will catch a lot of people out who are doing it as a habit and especially when they are losing. But it is annoying because like sometimes the internet just goes man sometimes pokemon just glitches and you can't play anymore and then people think you're a cheater but you're not a cheater that is the worst i mean i guess the argument is you know if you decide you do need to leave a game or whatever it the argument would be well you shouldn't have joined the game in the first place if you knew you had to go but then you don't know you don't know what's going to happen in life because life can be crazy um i mean the, the biggest um I remember this going back to an Xbox game very quickly. Gears of War did this quite were quite strict on this where they got to Gears of War 2 because in the first Gears of War, the online, there was four and four and it was really frustrating because if people left, no one could join the game. So you'd end up sometimes being left with four and one and it was just like, you know, no, no fun at all. So Gears of War 2, they tried to curb that completely by basically not even giving you the option to leave the game. The only way you could leave the game was by basically closing the whole app, closing the whole game and exiting. Um, so there's no way of closing it and if you did close sometimes I think this was Gears of War 2 or Gears of War 3 but if you left too many games in a row 
you were banned from playing for like half an hour or an hour, depending on how many times you kept leaving a game. So they were really strict on it. And eventually they did add a feature where people did leave the game. Bots filled the place, filled the places, which is good. Um, but yeah, it is a, a difficult one because, yeah. you know, genuinely there are sometimes reasons where you can't, you know, there's no way of staying in the game. For example, if your internet crashes or something like that and you have to leave the game. But I mean, like trying to find the right balance, really. I think those things where they put in like a half an hour ban is really, that's a really smart way of doing it because like, if you if you do have to genuinely go in the middle of a game, chance are you won't be back in the next half an hour anyway. Yeah. So it's like that's probably broadly an acceptable way of doing it, as opposed to like, um, you know, if you like, yeah, if if you're quitting because you're losing repeatedly, half an hour bad is going to be really fucking annoying, and that's great because it's like just long enough that you don't want to do something else, but long enough that it stops you in your tracks. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the. I agree. Uh, that's coming from the Pokemon Company uh, support. The next, sorry, I lost it. The next bit of news is that finally, I say finally, we only talked about this last week. Uh, Burnout Paradise on Switch now has a release window, according to EA.com's Polish website. Lots of translating this week. I know, I'm pretty international guy, Mr. Worldwide over here. Uh, where they are saying pre-sale starts on April 23rd because the game will be coming out in June. Um, now, there's only so much I can say about Burnout Paradise City. It is... I can't wait for this re-release. I love Paradise City so much. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Exactly. And it comes with all the DLC as well, which I never got to play. Um, So it comes with all the extra little bits and bobs that came out, including Big Surf Island, which introduced, I think, like, like jet skis or something like that. Uh, Something watery, anyway. Um, I can't wait. I'm so jazzed. So jazz! I You're love very excited for this, aren't you? Paradise City. I love take me down. I love <laughs> doing the flips. I love doing the um, uh, like when you go off a ramp, but only half the cars on it. So you do the six spins in the air. I love doing endos. I love doing wheelies. I love jumping over burning cars. Just take me down to the Paradise City. Got wheelies. Haven't heard that phrase in a very long time. Doing wheel that was always like the cool thing back on you know remember those scooters that everyone used to have they're like yeah. the metal frame and they're different coloured handlebars and wheels but then they got a really bad rep because it turned out people were losing fingers because like when you folded them down they folded down too quickly and could break your finger off or something do you remember that, that was like a thing like about ten maybe about fifteen years ago I'm gonna see if I can find the picture of these anyway we had um, a scooter well, day at primary school where for comic relief everyone bought in a pound and we did. We did a big race around the uh, sports ground. That sounds really fun, actually. It did was you have good. to wear a helmet? Uh, no, didn't wear a helmet because I'm not a pussy. You're a rebel. <laughs> I need to find a picture of these scooters. Anyway, back when these scooters were all the rage, back when we were children, um, wheelies were the main thing. Like You would say, oh, look, I can do a wheelie. And it was the most pathetic thing ever. It'd be like a little bunny hop. Like, yeah. And it was like, wow, I'm really hardcore. I was quite good I, uh, on the scooter. I could because I didn't really ride a bike, but I did use play on my scooter quite a lot. So I could do like um, like jumps and stuff in the air, um, hmm. and I could I could do the trick where you jump in the air and then like spin the frame round and then land back on it. 
Yeah, that was, yeah, that's was actually quite impressive. Back. I could never do that. I ended up just spinning it around and it would whack my ankle and it really hurt. Yeah, it's a real like uh, shin shanker. Um, the shin shanker, yeah, that was my wrestler name actually in high school. Oh my god, I found a picture of it. This is it, right? I'm gonna send this copy link address. I'm sending this and putting this in the chat. These are the scooters that everyone had back in maybe the early 2000s, I think it was. Um, um, I think I'm about to feel recommend. very seen. You know, there were a lot of adults around my way who used scooters to get to work. Yeah, now it's more it's seen as like a more practical way of traveling. Um, but back then, it was all about just kids and these terrible scooters, which would break your ankles and br- rip your fingers off. Yeah, I do see a lot. I, I see um, near where we live. There's someone who I don't even know how to explain this. It's like it's not a scooter. It has one wheel. It's like a tiny little. Um, f- you put your feet either side of this big wheel, and it's electric, and then you move that way. Mm. I don't know how you would. It's like a hoverboard, but just with one wheel. One wheel. Yeah, like a unicycle. Like uh, Colin, your link is loading, and also here we sun, go. So I'm not going to give it any more of my time. Fair play. Uh, but I'll send you. Instead, then this one should load. This okay. is what people around here. Um, I'll get rid of that terrible link if it's linking to the scum. I'll get rid of that. Uh, this is go. making a great podcasting, it really is great. Um, so look at this picture which people can't see. So, this is what this person uses like this little they put their feet either side and the wheel moves, it's electric, and you have to balance. And Ooh, it looks very odd. Yeah, I there's have a picture, seen those. There's, there's a picture of someone riding one if you go to the fourth picture along, and it does look really weird. But then it's also satisfying. But I, I don't really understand how. I guess you have to just lean left to right to move to get around corners and stuff. Yeah. But you, that probably would need some practice. Four hundred quid though. Four hundred quid. Not cheap. Not bad. It's part of the Segway family. It says yeah. Nine bots by Segway. There you go. There we go. Um, right. So here we go. There. Oh yeah. So you like burnout paradise and yes. going down to the paradise city and take me down. Shit. Don't take you down. So uh, other little bits of news. Colin, must be rattling through because I know you want to talk about Pokemon Go. Uh, is no, I don't. Lies. Animal Crossing uh, has now hit a pretty big uh, figure in that it now has uh, 3 million lifetime sales, which is already absolutely huge. When you think something like Smash Bros. Ultimate, which came out. Um, uh, dis- when did Smash Bros. come out? Dece- oh, uh, like July? A year ago. Like. S- yeah, December. Yes, it was December 2018, wasn't it? December 2018. Uh, so a year and a bit yeah. ago, is on 3.6 million. Animal Crossing: New Horizons is already on three, uh, over three million. Um, and Pokemon Sword and Shield is also now on three and a half million sales as well, which came out in November last year. So really racking up the uh, the releases here. And Animal Crossing just seems to be everywhere. It just seems to go from strength to strength to strength, and it's everyone's talking about it. Every celebrity, it feels like, is playing this game as well. Um, you really can't escape it. So I really think it's a really good time to own a Switch and to be getting in on this you know, lovable game that people have wanted so long. And I think as well, the other thing is, without meaning to, it shows what an incredibly tactical move it was for Nintendo to delay the game until it was completely ready. Because obviously, it's landed at an amazing time for them in terms of sales and stuff, with everyone being inside. Um but also, it shows how much people are loving it because it's just that little bit polished. Yeah. So that extra time obviously did them good. Um, the other thing is that Animal Crossing had its first fishing tournament on Saturday, and they have now announced that fishing tournaments will be in Animal Crossing on the second Saturday of April, July, October, and January. Um, 
I enjoyed the fishing tournament. Uh, I guess you didn't play it because you don't play the game, Colin. But it wasn't no, so much a no, tournament no. as much a tournament against yourself, which I was a little bit annoyed about because I thought I was going to get to finally stick it to some of the arseholes who have moved into my island. But instead, I was just playing against myself, which is okay because I've got some cool fishing swag and you get to make a lot of money out of it as well. So it was good fun. And I like these events and I imagine they'll do a bug catching one uh, probably in like May, August, and like November and February or something because I'll space them out. But it was good. Um, Sounds very good. And, uh, yes, uh, that is pretty much all the news. I mean, in hindsight, that wasn't really news, but uh, that's kind of all the big stuff for me. What's going on with you, Colly Wally? Well, the thing you say about um, Animal Crossing and the events they have, uh, that links on to Pokemon Go, which we like to speak about most weeks on this podcast from our good friends at Niantic. Um, so we've mentioned this previously on the podcast with the current global situation, Pokemon Go and the other app that they have developed, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, are both finding ways where people can still enjoy the games without having to go outside. Now, both Pokemon Go and Wizards Unite, their whole core concept is around going out, walking around, going to Pokestops, going to inns, and that's how you enjoy the game. The more you walk, the more you get. The more you go out traveling, the more you receive from the game. But obviously, with the current global situation, they've had to find ways of... Um, still enabling players to enjoy the games without them having to go out and i we mentioned like different features that have been changed how um you can now access gyms and poker stops from double the distance away in the, in the past you had to walk right up to them to be able to get a poker stop or a gym but now you can be double the distance away to be able to um reap the benefits so that's one small thing what wizards unite has done as well on wizards unite you've got daily tasks that you can do to get rewards and one of them was dine at two inns, which is normally quite straightforward. But at the moment where most people are in isolation or in quarantine or, um, you know, just general lockdown and can't go out and walk around that often, they've had they've changed it. So it's gone from having to dine at two inns to earning 750 XP in the game, which you get by getting traceables and foundables and all that sort of stuff, which is a good move. So it means you can easily get the daily rewards. Um, without having to leave the house, which, you know, is beneficial. And they've also cut down the walk distances for eggs. They've um, So normally you have to walk either 5k, 2k or 10k or 7k to unlock eggs in Pokemon Go. But now they have reduced it by half, so it's easier to get, so you don't have to walk as far. And the same has happened for a Wizards Unite with the port keys as well. Anyway, so that's just small things they're doing. So I'm still playing both of them. At the moment, uh, we're coming towards the end of the... Um, the Mischief Brilliant event in Wizards Unite, which is all about the Weasleys, um, and specifically the first part is about Ron Weasley. A bit frustrating, though, because the there are um, event tasks you have to do. There's normally four, and each one you get more rewards. I'm um, on the second part. I'm stuck on it because you have to find five high foundables, so high difficulty ones, which are quite rare. So you think um, you know there's rare Pokemon in Pokemon Go, the high ones are ones that you're very you're not going to see very often. Every now and then you might come across one of these foundables. Um, I'm finding it really difficult to find any at the moment, and obviously because I'm basically stuck in one space, um, there's not many appearing, so that's very frustrating. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. So yeah, the brilliant event is still going on. But Pokemon Go, going back to Pokemon Go, 
they revealed or announced something last week where, as you know, the Pokemon Go battles um, have been going for a couple of months now and I'm really enjoying them. I find them really fun, actually, and quite challenging. And uh, Initially, it seemed quite basic where you know you just have your one attack and your um, high power attack and you have two shields which you have to use strategically. But I'm actually really into them. I like picking up the game every now and then and just playing a battle online. Um, but what they've revealed now and what they've released now, and this came on the uh, 9th or actually is on the 10th of April, um, was the Go Battle League leaderboard. So that means now you can actually see where you rank in the world. If you're in the top 500, if you're in the top 500 players, that is. Oh, <laughs> it well shows you the. Not going to be me, is it? <laughs> it shows you the top 500 players in the world. And looking at this update, and this explains what I was trying to find how to look at the leaderboard through the app. You can't see it through the app. The only way to view the leaderboard is by going to PokemonGoLive.com, uh, and then you'll be able to um, to see where you rank if Even you're in the top 500. The, uh, the 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 very bottom of the top 500 players mm. has played 796 battles. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I yeah. I think I played oh, I don't know about 50 if that maybe. Although there's know. also someone in no, there who's yeah, played 41. Although they are a bit of an outlier to be fair. Everyone else is sort of yeah. around the five six seven hundred mark. Yeah, it's um. It's launching when it changed from Ultra to Master League, giving you an opportunity to see where you and others might stand right after the Go Battle League switches to a new format. So there you go. So yeah, and it also, um, to um, coincide with the launch of the leaderboards, there was Go Battle Day Maril, which was yesterday, um, where Maril, the Aqua Mouse Pokemon, was featuring everywhere. Uh, and there was various different other stuff going on. There's two times Catch Stardust and things like that. But that happened between 12am and 11.59 yesterday. Um, there was a variety of different events going on yesterday in Pokemon Go. I sort of ignored all the notifications I was getting because I'm that sort of person. But I will say I am really enjoying Pokemon Go Battle League. I think it's a good addition. It is very fun. As basic as the core gameplay is, it is actually there is some strategy to it. Um, knowing when to switch out your Pokemon and when to use your shields and when not to use your shields. It really is... Um, it really is fun. I do find it addictive. I have found, though, over the past... F and I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I was actually winning quite a lot of matches a couple of weeks ago. But now, ever since this announcement of the Battle League leaderboard, I found it more challenging and finding it very much more difficult to win now. So I don't know whether that's had an effect on player and only the elite are staying playing it. I don't know. But these are nice additions, and it's good to know um, how you're doing. Because at the beginning, when they first um, released these battles, you didn't really know how well you were doing. Like... They were really challenging at the beginning. It was very difficult to win a game, I found, with a battle. Um, but now it'll be interesting to see how you compare to other players around the world if you're in the top 500 people. So there you go. So that's released now, and that's a nice another extra addition to Pokemon Go. And obviously the battles are something you can do from home. You don't need to travel. Um, they did have a feature where you had to walk about 5K, I think, to unlock more battle passes to be able to battle, but they've got rid of that now. So you can just play it however much you like so there are reasons to still be playing pokemon go at the moment um these features are really good and they it is a really good way i mean they did it quite early on um before the uk was in any form of lockdown anyway they um added these new features in so people could still enjoy the game so it's good you know they're willing to change the landscape they could have easily just stuck to their guns said oh no you still need to go out and do all this to get rewards and stuff but it's um it's good they've actually uh 
a more human side and found a way that people can still enjoy the games even in this difficult landscape we find ourselves in. I really like that they've got this revolving bundle of like things you can buy for a single coin as well. Yeah. Uh, and I saw someone on the Reddit uh, post a chat they'd had with the customer support service at Niantic where they said, basically, um, I'm you know stuck in isolation. I want to buy the ball bundle, but because of the way our like uh, Google store works over here or whatever, because of different reasons, I can't add credit to my account, so I can't buy a single coin, and I don't want to risk going to any gyms. And then an antique person was like, "We've just put a coin in your account, so you can buy a bundle." <laughs> That's so nice. Just like, yeah, That's good. Just, yeah, it shows that they actually care about this sort of stuff i mean for a game like pokemon go it's essential you have the community on side because the whole game is based around the community without that there's nothing so yeah they're doing they're doing it the right way that's good to hear yeah it's really good and i think it's like it is doing a lot for this image of pokemon go where where previously like you know, there was that event, wasn't it, a couple of years ago when everyone was just chanting, we can't play, we can't play. So it's nice that I think they are turning the ship a little bit on what people think of them as a uh, company. Yeah, that, when the CEO got on stage of Niantic and everyone started booing him. <laughs> oh, dear. Good, Good times. Time. Great fun. <laughs> um, what are you going to be playing this week, Colin? Well, I want to. I don't know whether there is a way of completing Thief Simulator. I can at least finish the campaign. But once I've got through that, I do need to finish Fallen Order. Um, I still not full, uh, completed that on Xbox, it's because I got a bit fed up because I got through one of the tough boss battles, which I spoke about in length, and then about half an hour later, I'm on to another really tough boss battle. I'm just getting a bit bored of it. <laughs> I'm t I'm really tired of these these hard boss battles i just want to play the game but i think i'm coming towards the end of the main storyline now so yeah i need to just suck it up and go back in and try and beat this boss but it's one of those bosses where it's just like nothing i do is making any bloody difference and they just like kill me in like one hit which is very annoying but yes i will i will finish thief simulator as best i can and maybe finish fallen order as well chris what are you gonna be playing um i'm going to be playing uh, i just bought uh, Tom Clancy's The Division on PlayStation, and I've, I've been dipping my toe in that, and that seems really good fun. So I'm going to give that some more time this week, I think. Nice. Yeah, it's a good game. It's Very good, shooty, uh, shooty, shooty, isn't shooty, it? Shooty, shooty, run behind the barrels, get a slightly better shotgun. Shooty, shooty, get a slightly better piece of armor. Shooty, shooty. But it's good. It's like satisfying, and it's like that Far Cry uh, Assassin's Creed thing of you know towers to tick off and like a big map with loads of. It, management to do so yeah i'm enjoying that yeah oh good great well that'll be something to report back on next week because i think we're going to stick to our monday release schedule now for the foreseeable until uh yes until we're back to some form of normality in Heck life yes. in general yes so right let's wrap up then i will let you get back to your leftover easter eggs because i've still got some to tweet the big question is do i have what do i have do i have my Maltese one or my smarty one this morning that's the, the big question we have I'll let you ponder which one I should have, Chris, whilst I uh, 
talk the do the uh, admin bit. So if you want to listen to any of our previous episodes, you can go to heroesofhandheld.wordpress.com. Every single episode of Heroes of Handheld is linked on there and you can listen back. Uh, or you can find this online on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Just Google Heroes of Handheld and we will appear in some form for your listening delight. You can also follow us on Twitter at Handheld Podcast or you can email us heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. So we thank you for listening to this very special Easter edition of Heroes of Handheld and our new Monday release schedule. Exciting times. So have a great rest of your bank holiday Monday if you're listening today or I hope you're having a great week in general uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Chris, which Easter egg shall I have? Smarties. Yeah, the Smarties ones are smaller. You should always start with the small Easter eggs and then build to the big one. That's what you want to do. It's got to be Smarties then. There we go. Bye. Bye. It's weird because you have to end it. I can't.